Hey everybody, welcome to Keep Talking Podcasts, fitness, health, and mindset series. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, fitness coach and nutrition nerd, and I love talking about this stuff, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy talking about it. Enjoy the episode. All right, everybody, Fitness Friday, and in today's episode, I'm talking about my opinion on cheat reps, okay? And I'll come right out the gate and say that it's almost always going to be no, in my opinion. You shouldn't do cheat reps reps okay no okay so what is a cheat rep a cheat rep is basically where you don't use proper form uh, uh, completely throughout the entire rep of an exercise you're basically using some of the you're using some additional muscle groups to help lift the weight or move the weight instead of just the target muscle group because when you use some of these additional muscle groups um, you can keep going for a few more reps you know use a little heavier weight etc that's a cheat rep when you're not doing it with exactly perfect form and my answer I'll explain a little bit more of the nuanced details here but like if you hear nothing else just hear this don't do cheat reps basically I, I don't recommend it like almost for anybody and like I just I don't ever use them myself at this point anymore um, I'll explain a little bit about like the reasoning behind it why maybe 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 for rare people in rare cases there could be use out of it but then still just no don't do it <laughs> like it's funny because at this point you know um, after a couple years of experience now as a personal trainer and after um, you know, not that I train tons of people. I just train people in my, you know, part time. But after a couple of years of experience as a trainer, and then also just quite a bit of experience now. Uh, I mean, 15 years of experience lifting weights, but really two or three years now of really truly understanding exercise science. I have become uh, very much of what, as one of my friends, who's also very into fitness, described it as, is a form Nazi, okay? Meaning that we're, we're Nazis when it comes to form. We're, we, we accept nothing but perfect when it comes to form. And I know, I'm sorry, Nazi's the, the, um, not the best word, word to use to describe it, but he said it, not me. And if he's listening to this, he knows who it is. But we want perfect form, okay? I am very into that on almost all exercises. I try when I post my exercise sizes to do them and show them with perfect form when I post them on Instagram. Um, and uh, just because obviously, well, for injury risk purposes, I think that muscle growth activation purposes are better if you're doing exercises with perfect form. Um, and it's much more important to be doing exercises with perfect form than to be trying to add weight. Another thing that's interesting about this topic of like cheat reps is it's almost like it's almost like the same thing if you ask me the question of like, should I train to failure, to total failure on my sets? And like the answer is almost always going to be no, you shouldn't actually. I, I would maybe say that I would encourage failure. I mean, I'll use fa failure and encourage failure more than cheat reps, definitely. I do do a little failure in my training myself. I basically never do cheat reps at this point, at least not that I know of. There may be a few times where I'm not using totally perfect form, but you get the point. Like um, Cheat reps for me are just, just a no-no at this point. And so why does this topic come up a lot? Why do some people occasionally use cheat reps, especially like more advanced lifters? Um, okay, well, first off, a lot of people who are not advanced at all are using cheat reps, sometimes without really realizing it, and sometimes, you know, like intentionally maybe thinking it's a good idea, whatever. But because a lot of times, unless you've been really properly trained on how to perform certain exercises, you're involving muscle groups that you shouldn't be uh, using anyway, right? I mean, like a classic example is let's take an exercise 
that's like using one of the smaller, often more neglected muscle groups, like a lateral raise, okay? You might have two dumbbells, one in each hand, and it's the lateral deltoid, which is the side part of your shoulder. You raise those dumbbells up to the side, okay, on each side. And all you're trying to do is raise them from, you're essentially holding them down at your sides to begin, and then you raise them up to where both of your arms are now parallel with the ground, okay? So it's kind of like 90 degrees up, if that makes sense. Uh, to the point where your arms are just parallel to the ground. You're standing there almost like making a T-shape with your body, okay? That lateral raise exercise, if you use it where you're only targeting the lateral deltoid, where that's the only muscle you're truly using, you will not be using that much weight, okay? If you see someone doing like 40 pounds (laughs) on a lateral raise, they're using other muscle groups. They might be using upper back muscles. They might be using the trapezius muscle, which is the muscle that we think of that's kind of like, you know, we think of like NFL players with the big traps, you know, like coming up uh, on, like on the sides of their neck, but it actually runs quite far down the back as well. Um, but there's those muscle groups. Like if you're if you're performing that lift with a ton of weight, it's probably because these other muscles are being involved. And even actually at the bottom of the lift, um, you're technically using some of the um, the rotator cuff muscles actually a little bit at the beginning. It's actually not that easy of an exercise to perform with with great form, um, even though it looks very simple. So, like, that's an example, right? If you see someone who's doing a bicep curl and they're, you know, arching their back through it, that's this is a classic cheat rep. And, in fact, the bicep curl is actually one of the reps, whether it's with a dumbbell or one of the exercises, whether with a dumbbell or a barbell, it's one of those exercises that uh, will be recommended sometimes by people who say that you can do cheat reps in certain situations because it's you know supposedly a low risk one. With that being said, I still don't really recommend it, and I'm going to explain why in a second. Um, and really, part of the big reason why is just because there are so many other ways to get muscle growth. Like people will advocate for cheat reps if you're plateauing, you know, on certain exercises. Oh, you just can't. You've been building muscle for a while, and you just can't build anymore. Or you've been you know increasing your weight, you know, your max on certain lifts, but you just, you've hit that plateau and you can't do it anymore, right? You're just, you're plateaued. And, you know, they'll say you like a cheat rep is, is the best way to break through that plateau, doing cheat reps every now and then. But I mean, I would make the argument still though, that there are so many other little things that we can do to break through a plateau rather than having to do cheat reps. I mean, if you're, you know, it's, it's a nuanced topic, but like if you're plateauing in strength or, or in muscle size, which are not quite the same thing, but they're obviously related. If you're plateauing with your gains, so to speak, there's so many things you can do. You can switch up the rep range temporarily. You can switch up the pace at which you do the exercise. You can switch up the angle. You can do, you know, let's say that you've been doing, well, just like a simple thing would be if you've been doing flat bench for a long time, you could do some incline and decline bench or whatever. That'll activate some more of the muscles in the upper or lower chest, which will then in turn, when you go back, probably actually strengthen your your flat bench press. You know, this is that's maybe not even the best example, but you know, bicep curls. You, you if you've been doing just standing curls all the time, you could use a preacher curl. You could use an incline bench curl. Now all of a sudden you've changed the angle. You're hitting the muscle in a different way. Okay, you can use you know you can go from if you've been using dumbbells, you can go to barbells. You could use kettlebells. There, there's so many different ways that you can switch things up to give your muscles a new stimulus without having to cheat on your reps that I, I just I think it, it's be like the absolute last resort and I guarantee if you're looking to break through a plateau I could give you at least five different ways to try to switch up your exercise a bit to break through that plateau as opposed to going for a cheat rep just switch up some of those factors that I said still maintain perfect form and I bet you'll still be able to break through that plateau 
Um, and that's not even all the possible ways you could do it. There are, this is just a key thing to understand, not just for this episode, but for all purposes of your fitness, is there are so many ways to switch up the exercises that you do to give your muscles and your body a new stimulus to learn to adapt if you feel like you're plateauing. There are so many ways that you can do it, and you can do it very safely, and you can actually do it without totally wearing yourself out either because this is one of the things I talk about is I've gotten much better over the last couple of years at working out very efficiently. Like I don't work out that hard or that long. It's maybe 40 minutes a day on average, somewhat moderate intensity. I do go a little bit more intense sometimes, but I get better results now just because I've learned how to properly program exercises, how to properly switch things up, just, just little things here and there that get me that new stimulus that help me get over whatever current plateaus I'm at. Um, so there's so many different ways, different things you can do rather than a cheat rep to break through plateaus. Now, the other thing that, that's interesting here, so okay, like I was reading a couple articles, you know, kind of advocating for the rare cases where you would do cheat reps. One of them was from menshealth.com, another one from ascentchiropractic.com. And this guy actually like basically said almost exactly everything I'm telling you, like only do it in rare situations and kind of the same thing on muscle and fitness, like fitness, like nobody out here is telling you to, to do them all the time. There was another bodybuilding article that I read from barbend.com. Um, none of them are saying to do them all the time. And in fact, even these ones, they say for people who do use them, let's say it's very advanced lifters who are looking to break through a plateau, they'll say maybe do one exercise per workout one time a week and that's it with cheat reps. Don't do them very regularly. Um, you know, so even for the people they do recommend it to, it's very rare and it's only on certain exercises. Now, the thing that gets interesting for me is, as I look through the exercises they recommended on is that all three of these sources who do seem to know what they're talking about. I mean, these are good articles, but like they're, they don't even have a consensus on which exercises you could allow for cheat reps on, if that makes sense, which makes me even more skeptical about it. Cause you've got, you know, the argument being made that like the lateral raise is even one. You've got one article saying that it is a good idea. Another one that's saying it's a bad idea to do cheat reps on essentially just cause like the reasons it's definitely a bad idea on certain exercises is just due to the injury risk. Like the squat and bench press are a couple examples of like, um, you know, it's in general, it's just a bad idea to try to do any sort of a cheat rep. I mean, I can't even think of how you would cheat with a squat. Anyway, um, I don't even, yeah, I'm trying to think how do people cheat on a squat? I haven't even thought about that, but, um, so yeah, uh, there's some uh, exercises that just all sources would say, no, do not ever do a cheat rep on this. It's a bad idea. Now, a couple other exercises, like one of them that will, is kind of a consensus one you could cheat on theoretically is a bicep curl, whether it's a dumbbell curl or barbell curl, um, you know, essentially what you can do is on the, on the concentric portion, which is when you're lifting the weight up, when you're contracting the bicep muscle, you can use your back a little bit. You can arch your back a little bit to help get it up. You kind of use your back and shoulders a little, or even kind of bend your knees. You, you, you know, you know how to do it. I don't even have to describe it that much. You kind of swing your body a little to get it up rather than just using your bicep. That's on the concentric portion. That's on the lifting up portion. Now on the eccentric portion of that exercise, when the, when it's going, the weight is going back down, that's when essentially you would use only your, you would resist it with your biceps. So on that eccentric portion, let's say, you know, you've gotten it to the top, you're standing straight up. It's a weight that's basically too heavy for you to curl up and now you're letting it down. And so the weight is, you know, you're not able to hold it up. You're letting it down as slow as you can and really engaging that muscle. 
theoretically that's when the gains can come is because that eccentric phase is huge for building muscle and almost everybody who you know is a fitness trainer bodybuilder type will agree on that that the eccentric phase the phase that when the muscle is or when when the resistance is going back to the point of origin is probably the most important part of the exercise actually for building muscle so you get the weight up using some help from the rest of your body to that top point then you lower it back down it's a very heavy weight to lower down you're lowering it down theoretically only using the main muscle you know you're doing like the down part with proper form if you will and so it, you know it does make sense like the science behind it does make sense it's what we call progressive overload it's your you know you're overloading loading you're putting more of a load on your bicep in this case than you would be able to do with proper form okay once again, though, there's lots of different ways to do progressive overload without having to do cheat reps, some of the ones that I mentioned before. Um, so, like, all in all, like I said, I'm, just, I'm very skeptical about this idea of including cheat reps for almost any of us because, once again, um, they just they don't have any consensus on it. When, you know, like these different articles, they, they just they kind of give different recommendations. There's some that seem to be like they totally all agree, definitely don't do cheat reps on this. Um, you know, another thing, they talk about the difference between, like, like they talk about how a proper set might be you do the first, say, 6, 8, 10 reps with totally proper form, and then you cheat a little on the last couple reps only, that that's theoretically better than doing, like, a full set where you're just cheating. But, but I mean, either way, it's – I guess my bottom line is I just – I don't recommend it. And it's also the type of thing – Okay, like if you're not a highly, highly advanced weightlifter or fitness person or really even a bodybuilder, I just, I don't see it. I don't see, you know, you're risking injury. You can induce muscle gains through so many different ways like I just mentioned. Um, I mean, and they even talk about, was it, I think Ronnie Coleman was like the bodybuilder, you know, way back when who would do cheat reps and how Dorian Yates wouldn't. He was the more perfect form guy. But anyway, like amid among the greatest bodybuilders in history – who me and you don't want to look like anyway, <laughs> like we don't want to be like them, there's debate about whether or not it should be used. So like, I mean, if you're like a total bodybuilder and trying to like win bodybuilding competitions or trying to get as absolutely strong as possible, I mean, you know, maybe consider it. But like for most of us, even me, like I'm very, very into fitness. I'm a personal trainer and I'm very into it. I am you could argue that I'm like hardcore into my fitness and even you could argue that I'm a bodybuilder in a certain way because I do measure my physique, you know, my body measurements and I do sometimes track my macronutrients and I do work out in a way to try to build the best physique possible. So I am building the body that I want. I'm just not competing because it's not healthy the way that they compete and they get their body fat down to like 3%. So in a way I am kind of a bodybuilder um, even though I don't really like to use that term on myself. But but even so, like, I'm just, I'm not going to do this. Like, you're not going to see me doing cheat reps because it's just, it's not worth it. I don't think it's the best thing to do anyway. I mean, there's a couple that they mentioned here. Like, like for example, they mention, you know, doing a, a, a shoulder press or an overhead press. Essentially, like, you cheat with it by doing, turning it into a push press. A push press is, okay, so a shoulder press is if you have a, a barbell, uh, you know, just a barbell overhead press. Um, you have a barbell just holding it. Uh, 
you know, right above your, your shoulders, right? And you just push it straight up and then lower it back down without bending your knees, without any other body action, okay? It's uh, a great upper body strength building exercise. The primary muscle is the deltoid, the front and side part of the deltoid, the main shoulder muscle there. You're also working your chest. You're working your tricep a little bit as well in that. Those are the main muscle groups. Works and it's one, It worked, and it's one of the best compound exercises you can do. I do it regularly. Now, I don't do a push press much nowadays. A push press is when you do that motion, but you also allow yourself to bend your knees and then kind of explode up. Okay, which allows you to add more weight. And theoretically, yeah, this is a way to add more weight to it. Um, even with that being said, I just I don't like it that much. And that may actually have contributed to a little bit of that recurring shoulder injury. I think I mentioned it on here before. I kind of have gotten rid of it now. Um, I mean... You could, you could kind of just say that the push press is actually just a cheat exercise anyway. It is just a cheat version of the shoulder press. So, I mean, that would be one of the rare ones for myself. It's like, okay, yeah, I know how that works. Like, I could see myself doing that. Um, but it's, it's just interesting because I, like, I see this in the gym that I go to and work out at fairly frequently. I saw a guy in there doing it this morning, and he's in good shape and everything. And, like, um, actually two guys were doing them this morning, you know, with bicep curls basically. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't see why – Especially, like, at the level they're at. Like, these guys are not, like, you know, they're not Dorian Yates and Ronnie Coleman. You know, they're, like, they're they're in good shape, but just, like, fairly regular people, so to speak. And I'm, like, I just, I don't see it. I don't see why you would do the injury risk and, and why you'd need the cheat reps. Because, like, me, I mean, I'm just, I'm seeing great fitness gains, you know, little by little all the time without doing any cheat reps. Like, I've become, I do more proper form now than ever before and get better results than ever before. So, uh, for now, I'm going to remain a, uh, a form Nazi, just like my buddy who shall not be named on this podcast, but he knows who he is if he listens. So a uh, big shout out to him. And um, yeah, I mean, that, that's just my, my big thing is just I don't think uh, like you just don't use cheat reps. Just don't do it. It's the, I mean, yeah, if you're one of those rare people in those rare cases, think about it. But, like, I would still recommend, like, all those other five ways that I mentioned to progressively overload before you start doing cheat reps. It just, it's still probably not even necessary, even if you are super advanced. So just, yeah, don't do cheat reps. If you heard nothing else, forget about those last, like, 14 minutes where I talked about the nuances and say, no, just don't do cheat reps. That's what I think. Shouldn't do them. All right. We'll talk again soon. Love you all. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable for daily workouts, fitness tips, nutrition advice, mindset advice. You can follow me on Instagram at Sean underscore Tumelson. That's S-E-A-N underscore T-U-M-I-L-S-O-N. For more information about Keep Talking, you can follow Keep Talking on Instagram. That is K-E-E-P-T-A-L-K-I-N-G-C-O. 